Hey, Anna, remember that time a bear served in the Polish army? time in historical podcast i'm your host anna webb and i'm your host amanda webb this is a podcast where two sisters totally geek out about all of their favorite moments in history and this week we are going to be talking about corporal wojciech a bear who <laughs> served in the polish army in world <laughs> war ii <laughs> this promises to be interesting i'm very excited about it i learned about this bear from an episode of ruining history on youtube so if you want to well watch that that's most of my source for this episode because it's a weird little story mm-hmm. and that's buzzfeed right yeah it's buzzfeed that's, that? that's what i thought the unsolved boys do that show yeah well would you like a drink update of course today i'm having some apple cider from trader joe's but not the spiced apple cider that i like because for the first time they didn't have it (gasps) what i have never in my life left (laughs) trader joe's without a jug of their spiced apple cider and they didn't have it so i just bought the regular cider i know i was i was also shocked huh I'm drinking water. <laughs> pretty good. As per usual. Um, so this is probably going to be a pretty short one because it's a bear. They don't <laughs> live that long. Um, <laughs> it's true. Oh my gosh. But also it's mostly just like weird, fun little stories about this delightful bear. And it's not really about the origins and the childhood of the bear so much as just, <laughs> you know, the general... existence of the bear right right (laughs) all right well then let me tell you about this bear who had a military rank great so in the spring of 1942 a group of armed forces and some polish citizens have been released from soviet gulags after poland was invaded they Mm -hmm. got taken prisoner um they get released and they're hiking through the iranian mountains They are on their way to meet with British allied forces to join the war effort in Italy. So they're going to join like a larger company, I think. On April 8th, 1942, while camping in the mountains, the group comes across a young boy who is carrying a small Syrian brown bear cub in a sack. You guys, I love bears. I know. Like a lot. So this whole thing is just going to be going, oh. Oh, my God. Like, and I'm like, literally looking at a, a picture, like a poster of a bear on my wall right now. I am, too. I have one above my computer. <laughs> like, I'm about to get, pretty soon, I'm going to get a bear tattooed on me. Like, I love yeah. bears. <laughs> and, like, not only is it all cute and sweet because it's a bear, but, like, this is a really, really good bear, you guys. Aww. It's, like, maybe the best bear. <laughs> the best bear or what kind of bear is best false <laughs> black bear bears eat beats okay bears anyway beats battlestar galactica <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about i feel really sorry for you because yeah because that was i'm not gonna drop that about. reference if you don't know it i i i don't know how you can I don't know how to continue listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know 
know how you've made it this far. Uh, yeah, right? You don't know me. So, the bear had been abandoned after its mother had been shot by some hunters, and this oh. boy, like, found it in a cave. Oh my god. Why was the boy in the cave in the first place? I don't know, but well, he found a bear there. Um, they trade the boy a few rations for the young cubs, so they just sort of gather what they have, and they're like, so- we would like this bear. I'm sorry. These people were like, that kid has a bear. You know what? I think we need that bear. They wanted a pet bear, and who can blame them? So they traded their rations for a (laughs) bear. Yep. Okay. Uh, Apparently they had enough. (laughs) You know what we need more than this food? That bear. That kid's bear. (laughs) I remember it was like... A chocolate bar and like a can of corned beef and still, it's war times. Stuff. It's yeah, war times. Everything you can get. I know. Interesting. Which also, why would you want a pet when you're trying a to like, keep yourself alive? Yeah. How do you expect to feed a bear cub when you can barely feed yourself? Do you know what yeah. that bear cub probably wants to feed on? You, if it's desperate <laughs> enough. Well, and it's and it's a brown bear too, so it's a, a, of a more violent variety. It would, yeah. I mean, only if it's provoked. But if it's desperate yes. and it's hungry, it's gonna eat you. Yeah, he is of course underfed when they get him because uh, he's been being carried around in a sack by, by a, a child. Young boy. Like, yeah. Um, and he also has some trouble swallowing when he's young. So they feed him condensed milk from an old vodka bottle. Classic. A detail which I enjoyed very much. Yeah, that makes sense. It yeah, it tracks. <laughs> yeah. In August, after some time in refugee camps, the soldiers from the group meet up with the Alt- artillery division of the 22nd Transport Company of the Polish 2nd Corps. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> which from here on out will usually just be referred to as the 22nd Great. Uh, the group collectively adopts the bear. They name him Wojtek, which roughly means, like, happy or smiling warrior. Oh, that's so cute. Polish. Yeah, that's very good. Spelled with a W, pronounced with a V, because well, it's Polish. Polish. <laughs> uh, many of the lower officers take care of Wojtek and... Do not do a good job of hiding him from the senior officers. Well, I mean, it's a bear. It's not like it's a cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, one story says Wojtek once ran out of a tent after being spooked by some birds oh. and ran directly into a sergeant who found the bear charming and did not report it. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. War times, man. This is like a college kid trying to hide a cat in their dorm room and their RA just being like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But this is worse. Later, a major finds Wojtek and also finds him charming and decides that the bear would be good for the soldier's morale, so he just lets him keep it. I mean, I, I guess that's I true. Mean, and they're taking care of it. But at the same so. time, like, it's not a dog. Yeah. Oh, it's a wild my God. animal. There's so much happening. The, the major even lets him sleep in his tent sometimes. Sure. Yeah, because nothing means anything anymore. Yeah, for real. (laughs) But also at this point, it is probably better for them to continue taking care of him because he doesn't have a mother and he wouldn't survive. And he's been around humans for a long time now. So like, you know, gets imprinted when he's young. It just makes more sense. Right. Uh, The soldiers feed him milk, honey, fruit and marmalade. 
as if he's corduroy. <laughs> he's or literally Winnie the Pooh. He Paddington just Bear. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wojtek is known for wandering into the kitchens and scavenging for food. Again, yeah. obviously. He's a bear. He's a bear. So. Uh, the soldiers... Okay, I like this little detail. The soldiers use oranges for grenade training, so they'll just... You know, toss them. Uh-huh. And Voitex chases after them when they throw them, and so they start playing fetch with oranges with him. <laughs> that's adorable. I mean, that's cute, but, like, you know, what if it were a grenade? I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a little worrisome, because now he's is... been trained to chase the thing. <laughs> you know? But it doesn't look like a grenade. It looks like an orange. I know, but, you know, a thing gets tossed... You think every dog's ball looks exactly the same shape? Like No. You know? But also he has a really good sense of smell and I guess oranges that's true. are very like fragrant. So I, I guess feel like he would true. know the difference. And Hopefully. he spends a lot of time around cuz they're an artillery division, so he spends a lot of time around like gunpowder and stuff, so he that's probably knows true. the difference. Fair point. Uh when Wojtek was still small, soldiers would put him inside of their coats if the weather was cold oh to keep God. him and themselves warm. Oh my god. Can you imagine just a little baby bear yes. in a coat? I love it. <laughs> he is often given beer or wine as a treat. <laughs> and Great. he starts drinking it like the other soldiers. Sure. Just going for it. That is like a very like Slavic thing to yes. do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We have a bear as a pet and we're feeding it booze. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is. It's very like that... They're Polish, but that's like a stereotypical like Russian, like, like that that region, that like yeah. Slavic region. Yeah. yeah. He also likes to eat cigarettes, not smoke cigarettes. Eat them. Well, I mean, he's bare. I don't know how he could smoke yes. a cigarette. <laughs> but this is interesting. He only likes lit cigarettes. <gasps> if he if they gave him one that was unlit, he would spit it out. But if he like found oh. a lit one, he just would eat it. Like, what? Okay. I don't understand. I'm just going to let that one go. Okay. I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he likes to wrestle with the soldiers. Again. Some of the bear. Yep. Some of the soldiers would take him on. Other people were afraid, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he never injured anyone. He knows how to play fight because, you know, the bears do that. Lots of animals do that. Yeah. Um, but he was known to leave scratches or tear uniforms because, again, he's a bear. Mm. Claws. Claws. He does have them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, he starts acting like the soldiers. So he's, he starts he starts acting like people. Like, this is what oh happens to him. When he gets up in the morning, he drinks a cup of coffee. <laughs> and he will, like, drink and smoke with them. Although, for him, that's just eating Lunch. the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, breakfast. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he learns how to salute, <gasps> and he marches with them on his hind legs. Oh my god, he's Baloo from the Jungle Book. Oh, he is. Baloo walks on his hind legs. He doesn't really salute. He's not a saluting kind of guy. Mm-hmm. When he was small, he would ride in the cabs of transport trucks, and as he outgrew the cabs, he would ride in the back with the supplies or in like recovery trucks that had like cranes on them for other things he would go in the back and then he would like play on the cranes oh my god because he's delightful (laughs) (laughs) this is a very fun story that i enjoy about him he likes to shower he likes being in the water 
And he would sneak into the shower houses and turn on the water, which would often result in water shortages because oh my God. he <laughs> is a bear. Sorry, <laughs> guys. No showers for you today. The bear he, used up all the water again. Exactly. That guy. However, his enjoyment of showers comes in handy, which is weird, but... <laughs> okay. In 1943, he sneaks into the shower houses because he wants to take a little shower and he finds an Arabian spy hiding oh. out, doing reconnaissance for an impending raid. He scares the spy so much that the spy gives away all of their information and the raid doesn't happen. <laughs> so that guy was like, ooh, all right, where am I going to hide out? Shower houses? That'll do. Everybody's had their shower today. I'm just going to go in there and I'll spy for a little bit. A and bear would walks, never walk into a shower house. In right? walks... Probably, by this point, probably 200-pound, 300-pound bear. Yeah. Just minding its own business, and you're like, oh, good, there's a bear here now. I like to think the spy was like, where would a bear not be? (laughs) The showers. Ah, that's it. And of course, that's the one place it showed up. Ugh, of course. Happens every time. to me. What? Just my luck. Naturally. Wojtek was rewarded with a bottle of beer and a long shower <laughs> for his for his good work. Should have given him a shot of vodka for that one. They all they should have. Uh, okay, Wojtek is not the only animal mascot in the Polish army. Oh, co- a little competition. Uh huh. In September of 1943, Wojtek meets Mikkel. A large and violent bear that belongs to an infantry battalion. Wait, so, okay. So that's another bear uh-huh. in the army. Okay, so uh-huh. do infantries just find bears and keep them? Is that, I, like, the thing? Apparently this bear was rewarded to that uh, division by the Shah of Iran. What? Why? What? what? Why, is, why is the present that you have a bear? Why are you? I don't, okay. I don't understand. Okay. <laughs> Mikhail has a bad temper and immediately starts fighting Wojtek when they meet. Wojtek wins handily. Which is surprising because he's not conditioned to fight other bears. No, he's not. But he's really well fed, so he's big. Big. That's, yeah. So my guess would just be that he was bigger than the other bears. He was just stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And he wrestles, so he even though he pulls his punches, he knows how to fight. I guess. Not really the same, but no. I guess your animal instinct literally kicks in at that point. Yes, qu- quite literally, yes. Yeah. Mikhail's owners try to pawn him off to the 22nd, <gasps> but they decide that keeping him around Wojtek would be a bad idea. So they donate him to the Tel Aviv Zoo. Hey, I know my bear just fought your bear. Um, I'm not really happy that my bear lost. Ugh. That yeah. guy. What, my what bear a weakling. Do you want my terrible, Such a terrible bear? Can you take him and keep him with the bear that just beat him? Was Would that work for you? Do you want what? my bear? And apparently when they gave him to the zoo, the zoo gave them a monkey. Like, why? What? Were animals your currency? What What's happening? happening? I'm so confused. This is the most confused I have ever been in an episode of this podcast. <laughs> Even more than um, the deal of pass. Yes, <laughs> because at least that's like 
Ooh, it's a mystery. Ooh, it's mysterious. These people, we know all the choices that they're making, and I'm confused by all of those choices. And it's just, they all just have bears for some reason. And monkeys. And monkeys. Oh. That's not the only uh, animal mascot that Wojtek would meet. Oh my God. He would also later meet Kasha the monkey. Another monkey. Great. Another monkey. And Kirkuk? Sure. Uh uh, the dog, which were both pets of other divisions. Okay, now a dog makes sense, though. Yes. Neither of these animals survived very long, though. Well, yeah. The monkey, this is really sad, died of a broken heart after losing <gasps> her baby. Oh my god, this is so sad. And the dog dies after being stung by a scorpion. The, uh, wait, <laughs> where are they? In, like, Egypt, Iran, that okay. area. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're in the Middle East, in Africa. Sad. Yeah. Wojtek had also apparently once been stung by a scorpion, but because he had a bunch of people taking care of him, they nursed him back to health, but... Well, and he's bigger and probably can withstand something like that. Like, the venom probably wouldn't affect him quite as quickly. Yeah. As a small, you know, animal mm-hmm. like a dog. Mm-hmm. In 1943, the 22nd is due to meet up with the rest of the Polish 2nd Corps in Egypt to sail to Naples to join the British Army so that they can go through the Italian campaign fighting in Italy. Yeah. Pets and mascots are not allowed at all in the army, even though there are many of them. And they are especially not allowed to go on the ships. That makes sense. So... This ain't the Ark, y'all. Yeah. The, so Wojtek was not going to be allowed to board the ship. They were going to have to get rid of him. To avoid losing him, the soldiers draft Wojtek into the Polish army. Sure. They give him a paybook, a serial number, and the rank of private. Okay, but he's still a bear. He is still a bear. That has to board the ship uh-huh. as a bear and not a person. Uh-huh. Okay. This part confuses me wildly, because if somebody was just looking at the paperwork, it would be one thing to be like, oh, yeah, another soldier. But how do you get away with getting a bear onto a boat? How? Do, yes. How? How is there not someone, you know, seeing this bear walk onto the boat? Because in my mind, there's someone there checking people as they come in. Yeah. I, I picture, like... Like Winnie the Pooh dressed as a person, just like, (laughs) you know, hat tilted over his face. Yeah. Just walking in. I just assume that they probably bribed the right people, like, down the line. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, so maybe the first couple guys checking didn't really care that much, and then they got on the boat, and they were like, that's a bear, and they were like, but he's enlisted and he was like okay it's still a bear and they were like here's twenty dollars you know what i mean like that's a bear yeah well it is a bear uh, and and it's a bear he's a soldier so tough but it is a bear we're mm-hmm. aware of that yes okay well as long as you know i guess <laughs> um so they because they drafted him he was allowed safe passage somehow because he was a registered soldier but also, it provided the group with additional rations, so it was easier to feed him and them now, because yeah, he's registered. That's I mean, that's great. I, number. I, just, yeah. I still don't understand how it happened, but that's great. <laughs> so, in 
So during the Battle of Monte Cassino in the early 19, or gosh, early 1944, not the early 1944s, that would make no sense at all. In the early 1944, not the late one. You know the one. <laughs> you know the difference. Um, Voitech's unit is assigned the task of moving large boxes of ammunition to the I cannons. like that you just called it his unit. It is! It's just funny to me. He's he's a registered soldier. I know, it's just really funny. He deserves respect. The bear's unit is in charge of moving the boxes. (laughs) Yes, they are. Uh, Wojtek watches the soldiers carrying the boxes back and forth and just copies them. He just starts doing it with them, like he has done his whole life. Yeah. He stands on his hind legs and starts carrying a hundred pound crates of artillery shells by himself. Oh my god. Each box has 25 pound, like, shells in them. So, you know, four to a box just carrying them. Right. So normally, it would take four men to carry one of those boxes. And he was just carrying them on his own. So they got through a lot more, a lot faster with his help. Well, yeah. The allies win the battle. And it's estimated that Wojtek's company supplied about... 17,300 tons of ammunition, oh my God. Uh, 1,200 tons of fuel, and 1,100 tons of food. Oh, my God. Wojtek is promoted to corporal for his work <laughs> in the battle. I love that. Isn't that incredible? That's amazing. Is I like to I like knowing that he ranked higher than some of the soldiers. Yeah, because it's some of the human people. Yeah, because it's it's one thing when he was a private, like that's a lot of people are privates, but when he was a corporal, people were under him. That's amazing. It's <laughs> amazing. After the battle, the official emblem of the twenty second became an image of a bear carrying an artillery shell. Oh my god! And you can look it up. It's very cute. It's a cute little like. You can also look up pictures of this bear. By the way, there are lots, I have. lots and lots of pictures. Of the soldiers with the bear. And he's so cute. So this emblem is like on their trucks, on their pennants, <gasps> on their uniforms. I love it. Isn't it amazing? He's so cute. That's amazing. Just a little bear carrying a little shell. I love it. When World War II ends in 1945, the, the 22nd is stationed at an airfield on a farm in Scotland. Wojtek becomes very popular with the local community. Obviously, he's a delightful bear. Um, and he's known for attending dances and children's birthday parties. Oh, of course. I mean, what else does a bear do in his spare time? Can you imagine, like, taking your daughter to little Jimmy's birthday party and there's just a bear there? <laughs> I imagine, like, you know how people throw, like, birthday parties for their dogs? Yeah. And then one of these guys shows up because he's been invited, obviously, and the pet that he brings is this bear. It's the bear. He's like, it's cool. I like out with the dog. I like to think, like, you know, somebody's bringing their kids to another kid's birthday party, and they have one of two reactions. Oh, my God, there's a bear here. Or, oh, hey, Wojtek, how are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Let's there's no in between. <laughs> there's so no nice in between in again. that energy. <laughs> The Polish-Scottish Association makes him a member. Sure. Why not? Because why not? I mean, give him every title. Give him everything he deserves. He's a very good bear. (laughs) 
Uh, Wojtek's company is demobilized in 1947, and he is given a home at the Edinburgh Zoo. The first home of his life where he actually, where an animal is. Like, where an animal should be. Where it's a habitat, like, built for what his actual habitat should be like. Where he's not gonna drink beer and eat cigarettes, because you probably shouldn't do that that to a bear. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, during his time at the zoo, he is often featured as a guest on the BBC's children's show, Blue Peter, which I've never heard of, but is apparently, like, the longest-running kids' show. Wow. At least in England. I don't know. He becomes very popular amongst tourists, and he's often visited by the soldiers who raised him. Oh. Because a lot of them, like, went very, very far away and were never going to see him again, but people go and visit it, visited him there. They apparently threw him cigarettes so he could eat them. Well, because of they are they his did. favorite. They are his favorite. It's his favorite nighttime treat. Favorite <laughs> Daytime snack. treat. All the time treat. Yeah. In December of 1963, Corporal Wojtek dies at the age of 21. At the time of his death, he weighed 490 pounds and was over six feet tall. Oh my god. And I looked it up. I looked up the average lifespan for a Syrian brown bear, and they are supposed to live 20 to 25 years uh, in the wild. So he lived to his life expectancy living with the soldiers and part of his life in captivity. Yeah. There is a plaque commemorating Wojtek in the Imperial War Museum in London. And there is a sculpture of him in the Skirotsky museum in sikorsky yes thank you museum in london which is basically like a polish community and cultural center in england i want to go i know i want to see it (laughs) on may 18th 2014 uh on the 70th anniversary of the battle of monte casino a statue of wojtek was unveiled in jordan park in krakow poland which we talked about in my last world war ii episode yes in 2015, a statue of Wojtek and a Polish soldier was unveiled in the West Princess Street Gardens in Edinburgh. And there's also apparently, like, part of that little monument is, like, a little map of his journey. Oh, I see it. Yeah. I see a picture. Cute. Isn't it really cute? All of the statues are really cute. They're basically just, like, nice-looking bears. Oh, my god. And some of them have, like, the Polish soldiers with them. Um, he has had a couple of short documentaries made about him. Uh, this is a little fact that I found delightful. British songwriter Katie Carr released a music video titled Wojtek on September 17, 2014, which was the 75th anniversary of the Soviet invasion of Poland. And when I looked up this artist, apparently she's famous for writing songs about Polish history. That's pretty cool. She's British, but she's famous for writing songs about Polish history, and she did one about Wojtek niche i know right (laughs) that was my first thought too i love that um there have also been like a thousand little like jokes and easter eggs and references made to him in video games and board games like you know how on wikipedia they'll have like a their legacy or how they're remembered or whatever like five or six of them are literally just like little references made to him in like video games and stuff. Basically anything set in Poland has like a little a little like nod to Wojtek in it. <laughs> That's great. I'm you know? seeing that there's like going to be an animated movie about. Him. <gasps> oh just my when I God. S- searched him. That's all I want. 
I want an animated movie about this wonderful bear. I don't I don't know when that's supposed to happen, but I this that I found it. is from January of this year, so. Oh, I love that. I would watch it. Same. That's about all I have on this wonderful little bear. I know it's been a short one, but he's just so good, and I just wanted to talk about him. And That's some bear. I love I love stories like that that come out of war times that are like yeah, up, like vignettes. Yeah, yeah, that are uplifting and sweet, and like you know everything I read about him um, and everything I watched about him said that like. He was just so important to those guys. They, they were, like, living through hell. They were living through one of the hardest th- things it, that the world has ever gone through. And just having that bear, like, made their lives better and made them happier and gave them something to take care of. And they did a really good job. And I just think that he's wonderful. And I wanted to talk about him. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, well... History's great, but today's good too. What's your favorite thing about modern times? Welcome to Modern Times. It's a segment of the podcast where we talk about things that we like about now. I really wanted to sing along, but I felt like it would just was not going to go well. Be hard with the with the call. Yeah, I started dancing. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Um, do you have a modern times you'd like to talk about? I do. Um, Hit it. Video games. I love That's video games. One. I recently finished playing Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yes. And the other day, I sat down and finished a game called Firewatch, which I like had never heard of. I just found. I was on Steam, and I was looking for games, and I was looking in the like storytelling game section, and I bought it because it was cheap and it looked really pretty. And I finished it the other day, and it was wonderful. It was a really good story. Like, there's so many out there, and there's so many, like, ways to get them now, and they're just all so fun and delightful, and I just really like video games. Video game design Mm -hmm. is so wild to me. Like, I mean, I was a child of the 90s, so video games were still, like, pretty new. I mean, they weren't brand new, but... They certain, weren't certain. They were going through a lot of changes in the well, 90s. and they they weren't like the attention to detail in the design yeah. of the game wasn't really the priority, right? It was you can play the game. That's what's important. Does it function as a game, right? And so, looking at something like Street Fighter mm-hmm. that looks so like pixelated and and like, but it looked really cool at the time and now i look at video games like i see commercials for them and i think they're movies at first yeah a lot of the time like yeah it just looks like people yeah like the the video games where they do like mocap for the characters where they put those little motion capture dots all over their face and they just oh yeah have them like talk and act all the scenes and then they put them into the game that's like incredible there's one called until dawn that's like that yeah the fact that you can design your character and it's more than it has blonde hair and wears a girl's outfit. Yeah. You like, know what I mean? Like, not that I think any outfits are for girls or for boys, but that was like the theme. The fact right? that like, the McRoy brothers can make a show entirely based on how much they can destroy the character creators in games. Yeah. Like, the fact that there are so many options for them to destroy is very oppressive. It's wild to me. Yeah. Well, um, my modern times thing is being basic. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's really good. So I'm a real fall girl, yeah. if you haven't gathered that already. <laughs> I love fall. I love pumpkin spice. I have pumpkins all over my house right now. I love wearing big sweaters and scarves and boots and all that stuff. And I love taking pictures of it and putting it on Instagram. And I don't feel bad about it at all. Nor should you. I think people are like, it's so basic. It's like a basic white girl thing to do. Like, yeah, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's delightful. I feel good when I do it. Let people have fun. Yeah, seriously. And it's so cozy and like comfortable. Why don't you want me to be comfortable? I totally. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I totally agree. I love it. I love it. And I would do it year round. Yeah. I mean, in ways, in some ways I do. <laughs> if you think you I'm not, if you not think I'm not drinking a pumpkin spice latte in May, you're out of your mind. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was good. This has been Modern Times, a segment of the podcast where we talk about things that we like now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, mm-hmm. Hold on, I have to take a drink of my apple cider. Do it. My fall drink. <laughs> so we, after this episode. We're going to be kicking off a series of spoopy episodes. Yes. Because Halloween is coming. It's about to get spooky. I know that the next episode is technically still going to be in September, but But it's it's close enough. September, and it's close enough, and we wanted to fit in. And it's close enough, and we love Halloween, so leave us alone. Yeah, well, we. We wanted to fit in one extra on this theme. Yeah. So something kind of spoopy will be coming at you. Spooky yeah. next time. Um, I think, I think, don't hold me to this, but I think it's going to be Vlad the Impaler. Ooh, very who spooky. Is widely believed to be what the character Dracula is based on. So, And his castle is wildly haunted. Yeah, I mean, they call it Dracula's Castle, basically. So there's going to be a little bit of, um, a little bit of history, a little bit of literature, because, you know, we'll talk about the book a little bit. A little bit Um, of ghost stories. Yeah, so, um, so that'll be coming at you for the month of October. We'll have a few. Featuring September 30th. (laughs) Yeah, it counts. Honorary October. Yeah, exactly. Pre-October. <laughs> um, so if you have questions or suggestions for um, topics or anything else you'd like us to talk about or address, you can email them to rememberthatpod at gmail.com or you can tweet to us at rttpod. Um, please tweet about the podcast and... Um, Please leave us a review and rating on iTunes. Uh, the more reviews and ratings we get, the more it bumps us up in charts a little bit. Not that we're on charts, but it will bump us up. <laughs> and then so and we people want everyone to get know all about history. So let's get it out there. Let's do it. Um, yeah. Uh, the more you guys review it, the more it gets recommended to other people. So um, and plus, we just like reading them. Yeah. So. Leave us a review. Um, if you want to find me on the internet, you can find me at the real Anna Webb, and I'm at ACW Nerdfighter. All right. Cool. So maybe Vlad next episode. We'll see. <laughs> Probably. Probably. All right. Well then. Uh, until next time. Remember that time.